0: Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super.
1: She is super, and I am
0: natural today. And oh. I will be the Doctor Junkie. You are definitely Junkie. Well, you're a junkie. you're gonna have to be a Junkie Ninja. Donkey Ninja. Doctor Junkie Ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, Supernatural Junkies. Junkies coming at
1: you. Everyone, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz starting out the Supernatural Junkies podcast. Sansla Alex, uh, she is in town, but she has been sick and you've heard that intro. But we have a special guest in the house. We have uh, Dr. Kevin Stillwagon. If you didn't get a chance to hear him on one of our other podcasts is talking about natural immunity. You're going to see that's going to come into play today. But today we're going to be talking about all this stuff that they're putting in their food. And of course, mRNA is going to be one of the big ones. We got our two big other docs in here. We have Doctor Dozier and we have Doctor Dennis O'Hara. So hey guys, hey. Give a big shout out here. Hey guys. Hey. Hey guys. <laughs> Hello hey, to you. Guys. How is everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> now We're I still know alive. <laughs> now I know why we have Alex here to, to run the show. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, you know we've all had a chance to uh, hopefully see that they're putting things in our food that is honestly, it's concerning all of us, you know, and we've been trying to wrap our heads around this for quite some time. But uh, if you don't mind, uh, Dr. Dozier, let's go ahead and open up the podcast with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you once again for allowing us to come before your
2: creation. We just pray, Lord, that as uh, we discuss this topic today, that those who are listening uh, will have a clear perception and that, your word, Lord God, will be examined. The truth of your word will be examined. And uh, we just pray that you will give us wisdom and understanding at this particular time. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. We're going to need some understanding. That's why we brought some big brains today. <laughs> um, long story short, guys, uh, Dr. Dennis, you got yourself a, uh, a verse for us today? I do.
0: I see him over there I frantically hey, well, looking through his know, phone. I was in Jude this morning, and I was, you know a, a one-chapter book in the New Testament that has so much content and power to it. When I got to the end of the book, um, there's a doxology, and I, I just thought we needed to hear this today. So it says that the heading is Glory to God. So now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory and exceeding joy to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen.
1: All right, Doc. What we'll put that on your heart today?
0: Um, well, I think there's, uh, I think especially the part who's able to keep you. Right. You know, what we're about to, um, you know, what we're going through, Uh, Trials and tribulations, and what we're diving into, or diving deeper into this matrix that we're living in, this AI, this mRNA, which we're going to talk about some more today with Doctor Kevin. Um, There's a lot, a lot coming up, and we got to keep our hearts on, on strong in the Lord, and He's able to keep us. Amen. That we need to hear that for this podcast,
1: and really every single one. So let me go ahead and give a little intro it's going to be pretty short most people are aware because this has made headlines around the world you know that they are putting mrna in in our foods right they started giving vaccines to you know again with got the uh was it the pork first and then now they're talking about the the ground beef you know with the, with the cows and uh, we also have them uh, i guess there's something about um making duckweed, where it's producing, you know, mRNA, and then they're going to feed this to chicken. So all of a sudden, we have this push around the world, where most of our food supply, especially on the meat side, and Kevin's going to tie that in for you as we get going. But we are clearly in a situation where, you know, they're putting this in our food. And it's a little surprising, again, that they were doing this way before, you know, 2020, you know, that this has been some kind of plan all along. And mm-hmm. nobody virtually had heard of, of what's happening. And now that we all know what mRNA is, we can start to see that they've been putting this in. And really, it goes back to probably 2005 that we're really talking about. So uh, we, at the assault at our DNA conference, Dr. Kevin Stillwagon was there. And we had actually had a couple of conversations about this and talking about how we need to get him on, um, because he is part of some big narratives going on around the world I know he had a chance to sit down and talk about some of these issues with Dr. Peter McCullough. And uh, so we have, welcome, Dr. Kevin Stillwagon.
3: Thank you. Thank you very
1: much. And uh, I want to give a little little shout out, though. I hope you get to go back and listen to a couple of those episodes. But in the chiropractic world, the Stillwagon family is a little bit famous because (laughs) they have... um, you know a whole technique uh, that that his uh, was it your your dad or
3: yeah it was my father along with uh, Dr. Vernon Pierce okay, uh, that's both right. both in the Pittsburgh area came up with their own technique and it was taught worldwide for for many many years yeah. and it's still on the curriculum in some colleges It yeah. is
1: it's still on the curriculum and then Kevin took a little career change he went into the became a pilot and uh, and he was very involved of course with the whole vaccine thing was shutting down pilots right away and and it's an amazing story how Kevin really, um, unfortunately, had to lose his job over the whole thing. So Kevin's right. been a, an advocate for health and uh, freedom for our health uh, for a long time and an advocate. And uh, and like I said, we've had him on for a couple of podcasts, especially the one that was so impactful was talking about our natural health and how our bodies have natural immunity that really trumps anything that the world has to say. And so that's why when Kevin says, I'm sorry, when Dr. Dennis says that God's got this, that he's going to be able to sustain us, we need to trust in him. We need to trust in what he did when he made our bodies.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, Kevin, tell us, what, what do you know about the history of how this this mRNA has gotten into our food supply?
3: You know, like you said, this has been going on for a very long time. Uh, They first started injecting animals uh, back in 2016 with this mRNA technology. Mm. And so we got to understand why would they do that? Well, the goal is uh, to have this uh, messenger RNA, it's called, to make a protein inside that animal's body. And the protein... Uh, is going to create be created in the body of the animal so that the, the animal uh, will make an antibody against that protein, and that will supposedly protect them from the disease of the herd uh, that the animal is involved in, you yeah. see. So they, they don't want uh, to raise animals that are diseased. They, they want animals that, that do not have uh, symptoms of disease, so the thinking is that uh, by, by putting this mRNA into the animal, it will make a protein in the animal's body. The animal will make an antibody against it, and that will supposedly uh, protect them from the disease that may be circulating through the herd. Well, that idea would work if the, if the antibody that's created is what's called a perfect antibody. So I'll explain it to you this way. Uh, Anything that gets into our bodies from the outside to the inside, whether it's a bacteria or a virus or a toxin or even in animals like your pets, anything that gets in your body has to come through what's called the epithelial layer. It's a barrier that separates the inside of you from the outside. It starts at your skin and it transitions into the lining of your mouth and your esophagus through your intestines all the way out the other end. It covers your airway. It covers your urinary tract. It covers your eyes. It covers your ears. You see, anything that has contact with the outside world is covered with that epithelial lining or barrier. So anything that's going to affect you in a negative way, whether it be a bacteria or a virus or a toxin, it's got to come through that barrier, okay? So, there are cells that guard the barrier, and these cells do not have anything to do with antibodies. It's a cellular response that was that was God-given. We were born with it. There are very specialized cells that guard that lining, and they are able to protect you from becoming infected. Well, how do they do that? Well, they actually have the ability uh, to look inside those cells and see if the cells have viruses or bacteria or toxins inside of them.
1: X-ray vision?
3: Pretty much. These cells have the ability to do that. And when they detect that, then they will order those cells to be destroyed. And what most doctors don't understand is this is a natural process. It's called apoptosis. And it's going, in, it's going on in your body all of the time. And, and I'm going to throw out a figure that's absolutely amazing. There are a million cells a second in the human body that are being destroyed and replaced by this process called apoptosis. Wow. It happens to cells that are aging. It happens mm. to cells that are aberrant, which means maybe they're cancerous. And it also happens to cells that have virus particles in them, okay? This is apoptosis. It's a non-inflammatory process, and it's mm. natural. And that is what protects you from infection, you see. Yeah. That's where the true protection of infection resides. It does not involve antibodies. Mm. So what science is doing is is they're bypassing... Wait, 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 that, wait, wait, wait that, doc, that, let me interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's not even say science.
3: Yeah, really. I mean, and maybe, no, I, I, maybe, I have to. Maybe Mr. Science would like to. Interject. Well,
0: well. <laughs> Come Fra- on, I, to have your- to, I have to. I have to. I have to uh, go to what Frank Turk says that science doesn't say anything. Scientists do. Right. It the manipulation of science is doing is is what is the correct phrase? And you're right. And that it's funny. Sitting next, we got three chiropractors and a, a PhD pastor here. So, but isn't that what we learned in chiropractic school about the cellular level and the cellular level and the and and response and, and chiropractors going back into history back all the way back to 1938. And I got to show you this book. I have that book. Um, Chiropractors came out against vaccines back then. Oh yeah. Because they knew that physiologically they were, they were an insult to the body and they knew that they knew the, the premise behind vaccines was the credo-degrade medicine. Mm-hmm. And what happened to them? They got thrown into prison for practicing medicine without a license.
3: Yeah. And you know what's amazing? The chiropractors have been right about this for decades. Yep. And now uh, uh, medical doctors are starting to listen to the chiropractors. And they're, they're becoming uh, more interested in learning how the immune system actually works. And so they've been taught that, you know, the magic is in these antibodies. Right. But that that's not where the magic is. The magic is in the cellular protection that was God-given. We were all born with it. That's what protects us from the infection. And so what are they doing? They're bypassing that cellular protection and injecting something directly into the bloodstream to create an antibody. Well, the antibody is always inside of you deep inside of you, in mm. the blood, in the lymph, it cannot protect you from being infected. Mm. It, it can only react to the infection you see.
1: Mm-hmm. When you think about that verse, what we just learned is that God says, I can keep you through this, mm-hmm. right? And so we have people that are trusting in all kinds of things today, and yet people don't trust in the temple that God made. Yeah. And you know, the big thing that I, when every time you start to study the body, you come to the conclusion that, wait a minute, I just spent a week of my life, okay, 40, 50, 70 hours, right? And I, I study all this out and I go, I'm finally understanding a little bit of what's going on here. And yet, me, my big brain, my intellect, this was already here. <laughs> right. I'm studying just to figure out what God already did. And when you start to do that, you, write, you start to realize, why would I, why would I trust uh, somebody that what they did in a lab to, to, like I said, by- bypass God's natural protection for you, right? And so why would I do that? And God is saying, no, trust me. I've got this. I put this in you. I put some of me in you. And this is where people begin to distrust the temple and distrust God and really just saying that we're going to trust our medical doctors, we're going to trust our, our governments, and we can see that that just has been the wrong decision really from
0: from day one. Right, Doctor D, we have some we have some scriptural uh, examples of a king that didn't trust uh, God and went to the medicine man. Right? Was that was
2: yes? There was a king who
0: uh, had a
2: foot problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, a foot problem, and instead of trusting God, he went to the, as we would say, the doctors. Uh, okay,
1: the podiatrist and. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And because of this, uh, he ended up dying. They were not able to do it. And here is the thing. God, listen, he's a king of God's people. And as the king of God's people, God had already given instructions on how a king should be. In the book of Deuteronomy, when he first, uh, let's Moses know that a time will come when they would reject him from being king.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and they would choose a king like other nations. You see the fulfillment of that in First Samuel. Mm-hmm. But God tells them, the type of king that they should have, the different things that he should not do, and what he should do, and the main thing that he was to do was to keep to the law of God. Mm-hmm. And so he, there comes a time when he's not trusting God, but he's trusting man for his well-being, and so God gives him over to that, and that in itself leads to his death. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, there 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 are examples uh, in. We're speaking of the body right now. when it comes to when it comes to preservation, the preservation of God's people, God expects us to trust him and to rely upon him. Jesus himself said, those who are sick have need of a physician,
1: but he never said you have need of drugs right mm-hmm. he, and That's the pharmacia that. connection mm-hmm. we, we keep so, bringing so. out mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. And more specifically, you know to penetrate the body with these foreign substances that are really genetic material you know, that's the disconcerting thing. So, um, so when, how long have you been studying this now, Kevin, as far as looking to what this mRNA is doing, you know, in the bodies of what we're eating and then what could it do if it got inside of us or where do you, what do you think's going on here?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, this whole, this whole idea of injecting something into the body to protect you, it's, uh, it's duping people yes. into thinking that that's going to somehow protect them. Again, that's, that's not where the protection is. So, uh, you know, doctors are starting to wise up to this now. And they have recognized that in order to have the body uh, mount what's called a, a robust immune response, uh, is to have uh, whatever it is that they're trying to affect you with, is to have it come through that epithelial uh, barrier that I talked about. And so I feel that over time, you will see these uh, shots or injections that are called vaccines. I'm saying that over time, those are going to go away. And what you'll see is they're going to try to get this stuff in you other ways. And they will have you uh, breathe it. So it'll come through the mucosal lining. Or they're going to have you eat it or drink it, and that way it comes through the gut lining.
1: Are you saying now then that maybe their vaccine narrative is starting to fail when it comes to getting things in our bodies? Well, yeah, the,
3: the whole vaccine I- idea has failed, and, and they're, they're admitting that now because uh, we, we know from the COVID shot that it does not prevent the infection. Yes. That's, that's well known It now. doesn't work. It does not work, nor does it uh, prevent the infection from spreading. And the main reason is because uh, the, the the protein or the antigen that they're they're putting in you is just one part of of the virus. It's just one small part of it, and that part has changed, and it will change. And it's actually our bodies that are changing it. Right. You know, some people say, well, oh, the virus, it's trying to attack you and it's mutating itself so that it can invade our immune system. No, that's not what's happening. The, the virus is not a living thing. It's just genetic material packaged in a shell of proteins and fats. There's no life in there. There's no intelligence in there at all. Right. It's just a genetic information that our body can use in different ways. And so what they're trying to do is trick the body into uh, mounting an, an immune response so that it will react to this specific protein and uh, supposedly protect you from, from the symptoms of the disease. And uh, we see now that that's not working. Now, why isn't it working? Because it's not looking at the entire uh, organism, okay? It's, it's only looking at one tiny piece of it that, nope. does, that doesn't even exist anymore. So... Doesn't work.
0: Well, it goes back to what we, you know, what we we're just talking about in our chiropractic education. You know, medicine believes in in the germ theory. You know, that's that's what's proposed, and we talked about this on prior episodes. Is that with chiropractic, we believe in the terrain theory, and the terrain being the body, and the body has the ability to heal itself, right? That's right. right. I mean, so <clears throat> and the whole idea behind chiropractic was that it was the interference. In the nervous system, which controls every system in your body, that interference is what causes a state of dis-ease, not disease, but dis-ease, and it allows your body to be or become um compromised and, and and to exhibit uh symptoms or illness. We we never thought this, and that's when going back to that book I'm referring to. I mean, they came out strong against medicine back then, but Rockefeller was funding this. It was a big, he took over medicine. The pharmacy companies took over medicine, and it just, it it obviously the money, they had the money behind them to run away with these, with this uh, um and that's what
2: happened. Uh, another thing that, uh, in listening uh, to what was being said as far as the different methods that they may begin to use to invade the human body, going from vaccines to maybe eating something of uh, another thing that was not mentioned. And I believe that we all can agree on this one. I do believe that uh, if you look at their ideology or their philosophy behind transhumanism, what is the purpose of that? To make the person faster, to make the person stronger, to make the person larger, to make the person more intelligent, to extend the person's lifespan. Uh, I believe that there's a strong probability that it's going to be some type of uh, chip or something or some type of uh, genetic modification that they may want to do or use in order to uh, make you better off. The truth of the matter is it won't make you better off because when you look in the word, Uh, And I believe this was mentioned earlier, uh, Paul wrote concerning our bodies, your body is the temple, it's the sacred place. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which belongs to him or the Holy Spirit, it belongs to Jesus. And it says, if anyone destroys this body, that person shall be destroyed. And so whereas Mm. a person is being deceived into thinking that there's something that's going to be placed in their body to make them better, it's only going to lead to their destruction. And we're seeing, it's like we're getting a uh, prelude to that today. Uh, that these things that are happening, they're destroying the person. And there has to be a great deception to keep people in line with this. And I mean, mm-hmm. this is why you see the outrage and the the anger and the uh, the reversing of who really is doing the diabolical things mm-hmm. uh, today to get others off track. And anytime you have a, a tyrannical Uh, government, or as you might say, some, I call them Frankensteins. You know, I call them Frankensteins, these mad scientists. Mm -hmm. Uh, The things that they stand behind lead to destruction and everyone or anything that sees the way that they're going is leading to destruction. They try to destroy it. And so that's the way that I'm seeing some, I mean, a number of these things can happen before, but it's moving. So progressively is moving so fast this is what you're starting to see, and is even being spoken out even by the World Health Organization
0: and they're also attacking us um with this from another side, which just came to mind when you're talking about this is with this whole um uh pride thing and the, and the like the change of sexuality sure so if there is no sex they they're they're going against reality. Right. reality is is that it is binary God has made it binary from mm-hmm. the beginning. And that's the reality. So, mm-hmm. But they're going against this through perception. And if they're saying that everybody is all the same, that no one knows what they are or sex and so forth, so they're kind of putting us in this little box so they can manipulate us. That, at least that's what I, I see what's happening.
1: Well, and I want to mention that verse. It's 1 Corinthians 3.17. It says, If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. And so you can see this is an attack on God's temple. It's also attack on what he created in his image. And what Dr. Dozier brought up about transhumanism, transhumanism doesn't work unless you get this access to the body. And one side of it is genetic. And so that's what I would say to you, Kevin. How do you see, you know, is it a coincidence that a lot of what they want to put in our body is genetic material. I mean, mRNA is
3: genetic material. Right. And so, you know, let's, let's get down to the basics. You know, your, your body is made of uh, mostly fats and proteins. Okay. Now, there's got to be a message to make those proteins in your body. And our bodies are basically protein manufacturers. That's what our cells do all day long. They're making proteins all day long. Where does this information come from? Well, it comes from your DNA that you were born with. That DNA is in the nucleus of the cell. And when your body needs to make a protein, okay, the DNA will uh, come from its uh, double helix, it's called. Uh, It will break apart into a single strand, and that single strand uh, will leave the nucleus of the cell. And it will go out into the cytoplasm. And and now it's called messenger RNA because it's got a message to make a protein. It's a a template, Mm -hmm. basically. And what happens is that messenger RNA, that natural messenger RNA that just came out of your nucleus will hook up onto a ribosome and it'll start to chain what are called amino acids together in a very specific way. And that creates the proteins that Mm. our body needs. Now, what if if your body needs to make a different protein, something that you weren't born with? And this does happen because humans are evolving all the time. Why, Why are we evolving? Because we continuously put things into our environment that shouldn't be there. We put toxins in our food. We put it in the air. We put it in the water. There has to be a way for the human body to overcome that. So it needs a message to make a new protein. Where does that message come from? It's got to come from somewhere else. I believe that it comes from natural virus particles that are God's creation. Mm -hmm. These are secreted from other animals. They're secreted from even plants. We come in contact with this stuff all the time. We are constantly exchanging genetic information. It's natural. This is a natural process of life. It's happening all the time.
1: Kevin, how many viruses are in your body right now?
3: Right now, there's about 380 trillion viruses. Is that, that
1: are... more than the national deficit or what? Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, lot. that's a
0: That's, large that's a large and number. It's, and it's estimated... My gosh, you don't, you don't look sick, Kevin. Yeah,
3: it's it's estimated <laughs> that that we will breathe a hundred million various viruses every single day, whether you wear a mask or not. Well, I was just going to ask, how are those viruses smaller than the pores of a mask? They are. They're smaller. Uh, a mask, even the N95 mask, the best mask, can only filter down to about point three microns, and these viruses that we're talking about are three times smaller than that. So. Yeah. Yeah, they get right through the mask. And, you know, people say, well, the mask traps droplets. Well, of course it does. That's what it was designed to do. The problem is you're you're trapping those droplets that have the virus particles in them. And every time you you touch the mask or pop the mask, you're aerosolizing the viruses back down to those very, very tiny particles. And those are the ones that get through the mask and around the mask and can affect people that are vulnerable, you see. Mm. So... We listen. The the PCR test proved that we're transmitting this genetic information between us all the time, right? right? It proved that. Yep. How many people tested positive for this uh, virus and never got sick? Millions, millions, millions and 80% millions. Eighty percent,
1: according to the Times Magazine. So.
3: Exactly. So yeah. that's indication right there that we are transmitting this genetic information. Now, here's the problem: when man. Starts to mess around with that, and make his own messenger RNA, and start putting that into people. Now, what are you? Now, what are you doing? You are changing the genetic code of cells in the body. You're changing it. It's actually called a genetic marker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. And that sounds like a mark. Yep. You see. Amen. And this can be detected. There are tests that can be done to determine if people have certain genetic markers. Yes. That sounds biblical to me. That does. <laughs> yeah. So why, we, we why would we never talk wh- about
1: things like that?
3: What yeah. Did no, what did Noah <laughs> Harari
0: say about humans uh, during the pandemic? Humans are hackable. <laughs> yeah,
3: of course. Of course they are.
1: Well, you know what jumps out to me is when you say 300 and was it 370, 300 380
3: million? trillion? Trillion.
1: Now that means guys you are swimming in a viral matrix every day. And now we have an entire culture that is freaked out yeah. about these viruses. <laughs> Literally to the point that they're willing to open their body up and you know? see
3: and see that that's how that's how they gain control because they use they use the fear tactic. That's right. They will convince people that if you come in contact with this virus that it will kill you. Okay? That's absolutely not true. Whether or not you will display symptoms of anything you come in contact with has to do with the uh, the health of your immune system. That's right. That we talked about the health of that epithelial barrier. If it's weak, then whatever it is it can get through that, and now it's inside of you. Now you're infected, and now it's up to the immune system of the body to bring you in harmony with it. If your immune system is weakened. You're going to have problems. You're going to display symptoms that can range from almost no symptoms at all to mild to severe to even death. You see, it's yeah, different for everyone. It's
0: true.
2: Doc, I don't know if if I uh, ever either. of you've ever been in the military or not, but I was just pulling up something. You see this right here?
3: Yeah, I see the picture you're showing me. Okay,
2: this picture that I'm showing you. <laughs> that's a, that's just, a
3: serious. This mask. is
2: what dr saying about the
3: <laughs> this is
0: what
2: we would wear
0: yeah the gas mask right, if well. there was
2: a chemical attack mm-hmm. to be honest with you uh and this would look like some hyperbole but this is for real this is about what they would have needed yeah. if anything <laughs> was really going to right. work. yeah, You couldn't have afforded to give all the Americans one of these things, which is what they would have yeah,
3: needed. What you're showing me there shows a complete seal around yes. the entire face, including the eyes, right? Yep. Didn't I say that the eyes were part of the epithelial yep. barrier? Yep. They're yep. covering that. Yep. They're yep. covering the whole face. Yep. And listen, unless you're wearing something that generates its own atmosphere, you will inhale viruses all day long that's a fact and with that
2: thing if you did not seal it it still could get through the corners of the mask. so the first thing that you would have to do is blow all of the air out of it mm-hmm. and then you these these on the side here where the ears are you put your hands here and you suck in and you seal it and these straps had to be tight enough to make sure that nothing got in there yeah. Uh even in the military, that was one of the reasons why we didn't wear beards, other than this discipline. But you unless mm-hmm. you had a profile, you can wear a beard, it sealed better. If you had a beard, it wasn't gonna seal right. Mm. And and so when you you think you're wearing a piece of cloth <laughs> and you're gonna stop these things from coming uh-huh. through. And unfortunately, people some people's minds have been so in some cases, uh damaged. They'll never believe they could take that thing off.
0: Well, and there's a there's a reason for that. And you mentioned it, and we've mentioned it. Many times before, it's fear. Yeah. All I know is that the Bible says that for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind. And the only thing the Bible tells us to fear is God Himself. That's right.
1: Well, you know, so once these things are in there now and they have their genetic codes and they're making you produce this protein, what does this kind of amount to in the
3: cell? Well, that's the problem because. um, you know, when, when we eat proteins, for example, they're broken down into their uh, smaller parts called peptides and amino acids. And when those get in your bloodstream and circulate around, they're pulled into your normal body cells through a natural process, a God-given process. It's called endocytosis. Those, uh, those small particles are pulled in and used by the cells. But this protein that the mRNA makes is what's called a bioactive protein. It is not pulled in and used by the cell. It attaches to receptors on your cells. Mm. And that's dangerous because when that happens, your immune system kicks in and it is going to want to destroy those cells. But it it destroys them in, what, in what's called an inflammatory process. Remember I talked a little bit about, ago about apoptosis, where your body normally will eliminate and replace a million cells a second. That's non-inflammatory because that's the way God designed it to work. But when you start putting a foreign man-made protein in there that will attach to receptors on the cell, instead of having the cell take it in and use it, the immune system becomes involved. It destroys that cell in an inflammatory way. And when you start creating inflammation, you get swelling that pulls in more immune cells, and you start to get tissue destruction. When that happens along the blood vessel walls, you start to get little bubbles that are called aneurysms, or you get leaks that are called hemorrhages. These can lead to strokes in your brain, hemorrhagic strokes. If it affects the muscles of the heart, that's where you start to get myocarditis, These proteins also attach to uh, a layer of your red blood cells. It's called the sialic acid layer of your blood cells, and it causes them to get sticky, and they start to dam up. And these are the microclots that you hear talk about. And that's a direct result of this mRNA technology creating these man-made foreign proteins. This is very dangerous. This is what they're injecting into animals now, and we're going to consume those foreign proteins. Now, what happens when we consume the foreign proteins? Well, normally, your digestive process will break those down, and you will eliminate them. But in some people that have what's called a leaky gut mm. or uh, you know the, the, the gut lining is, is loose, it's not tight like it should be, those foreign proteins can leak directly into the bloodstream and the and the lymphatic system, and that will create an immune response. This is dangerous. So one of the things,
1: I hope you guys caught this, but this inflammatory reaction that he was just talking about when it goes into certain tissues is explaining why we're seeing these, these long plot, clots that are coming out of people. It's explaining why we have myocarditis. It's explaining a lot of these symptoms. Are there any other tissues that you want to bring up there that this inflammatory process might explain? Because we've been talking about how all of a sudden, you know, the death rates are going through the roof.
3: Yeah. So this this can happen all over the body and it can affect multiple tissues of the body. In fact, this was clearly described in the, uh, uh, the early research that was done with this shot. It was called Uh, adverse effects of special interests that they were specifically looking for. And one of them is called MIS, and that stands for multi-inflammatory syndrome. Mm. And they put a little modifier on the end, either a C or an A. C for children, A for adult, Mm. meaning it, it can happen even in children that are injected with this process. Wow. And it will cause multi-inflammatory reactions in all tissues all through the body. And this will result in death. Yes. this And this happened to children. And I've always said that, uh, you know, a, 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 a pathological disease can take years to do you in. Sure does. But an immune system that is overly reactive in an inflammatory way can kill you within a matter of minutes.
1: I know we've used the term cytokine storm. Yeah. What's the other one that we used? Do you remember?
3: Uh, no, but I was just thinking
0: about that. When you go back, Go. let's go back a few years to the pandemic and what you were saying. Number one, first of all, what everything you just said confirmed the terrain theory. Right. Okay. So, but... The people that, that 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 suffered from this the most, the, this, and I say this, what, if COVID, whatever it was, um, were the people who were obese or had comorbidities. Right. What is the common denominator between those two? They're inflamed. That's right. right. So their terrain is already under attack and they're inflamed. So you add this to the fire and boom. And you tell them to wear a mask, which magnifies they breathe in the virus over and over again, which magnifies the the um, the effect. And then they get they got don't treat it, don't do anything. But if you do get these symptoms, come in. Well, by the time they came in, they were in the cytokine storm, and right. then they were intubating them, which just basically was a death, you
1: know, warrant for them. Yeah, you know, I think they released something saying that ninety seven point something something of the people, you know, that went on ventilators, okay, that were over 65, 97-point-something percent of them died. I mean, that was virtually a death sentence. I mean, they—but they made $40,000. I was going to say,
0: yeah, a financial incentive behind and, that. Huh? And they also
1: justified by saying, well, they have something that could kill me, so we're going to seal them mm-hmm. in, a, in, in a container called a
0: respirator, right? And we're not going to let you come in. We're not going to let you come in. And and sit with your relative, I and mean, you're not going to have any say in their healthcare. Yes. You can't come to the hospital. I just had a patient come in yesterday. It was from Brooklyn, New York, and he was in in New York during COVID, and he um, he had friends that 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 you know people that he knew that were waving to their loved one through a window or something outside the hospital. You know, not that they could see him because they're intubated, but they couldn't even see their loved one in the hospital. They couldn't visit them, and it's so yeah. easy to terminate people when they're not, when someone else is they are not watching.
2: Two things because some, some terminology has been being put out here, and we don't want to assume that the audience understands everything that. You're speaking of, for example, you go into terrain theory, use that and explain to them what you mean by that, and then, uh, Doctor, I would like to ask you: Can you enlighten them a little bit on? Uh, spike proteins. Why they remain where they are, and the the damage that they can cause. Because even that, even though it wasn't brought up, I think a lot of people don't understand what's meant by that, by that, by that term, spike proteins. Whether it's just a word or something really happened.
3: Yeah. So, so the spike protein is just one part of this uh, Wuhan virus that was identified in uh, in Wuhan, uh, Wuhan, China and it is a man-made virus. Remember I said before, viruses are not living things. They're just genetic material packaged in a shell made of proteins and fats. Man has the ability to manipulate that, you see. We Mm -hmm. We can make these things because they are not alive. And so the spike protein is the part of the virus that attaches to the cells. Remember I said in order for a virus to affect you, it's got to get in you some way. Well, the way it gets in you is it it attaches to specialized receptors on the epithelial cells. These are called ACE2 receptors. Mm -hmm. So the spike protein will get through that mucosal uh, barrier that naturally protects us. And if it gets through that barrier and attaches to the ACE2 receptor, then the cell itself will pull the virus in. And at that point, it will intelligently decide what to do with that information Mm. that's in the virus. It can decide to make more copies of the virus. If it does that, then the virus particles that are in that epithelial cell will uh, fill the cell And then the cell will release those back out into the environment so that they can affect other people. And then it will also release those virus particles inside of your body. And now you become infected, you see. So that's how it gets in you. So the spike protein is a real thing. It is part of the virus. It was the part that was manipulated by Mm -hmm. what's called gain-of-function research. Mm -hmm. And the reason we know that is... Uh, they, they put in a genetic sequence uh, that specifically bypasses the intelligence of the body and it allows that, uh, that merging with the ACE2 receptor to happen more easily. Mm. In other words, it makes it more infective, easier to get in you. That's how we know that this was a man-made thing. Right. Genetically
0: and modified virus.
3: It was genetically that's, that's modified. That's what it
0: is. We've been genetically modifying food, and you can't know it. We're not going right. to label it. We've been genetically modifying dogs. Oh, look, I have a Labradoodle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've been, you know, I mean, they've been fooling around with genetics for a long time. And the terrain theory, to answer your question, is your natural, bo- your are to terrain in that your your immune system has two parts. It has the cellular response and it has the antibody response. All medicine is concerned about is the antibody response, and that which bypasses what Doc was saying about the cellular response.
3: Yeah, that's a really, really good point. All of allopathic medicine is reactive. Mm. They're reacting to something. They're not really concerned about the prevention side of it, mm-hmm. which chiropractors have been involved with. Since the beginning, it mm-hmm. makes more sense to protect the body from infection.
1: Yes. What I was going to say, the the layman version of that is that your body has strep in it all the time. Your body even has MRSA. So why aren't you sick? It's obvious. Your body, when it's healthy, can deal with these things. These are facts. Yeah. So the question is, why are we so focused on something that we all have right? and blaming it when the real issue is if you're a healthy person, This is something your body just handles no problem. And that's what leads to the idea that the terrain, if we can make the terrain, why do we go out? I want a nice lawn, so I'm going to go out and pick the weeds and poison the weeds. But we don't talk about, hey, why don't we fertilize the grass? Why don't we water the grass and let the what? The grass choke out the weeds. This is a different approach Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that people can understand, and this is why what? God's got this. Mm -hmm. We need to trust in his way and his handling of our body his body is in our image i mean his our is in his image right you see right. what i'm saying one more question what do you see these spike proteins doing beyond this inflammatory reaction in the body
3: well they can build up in tissue and uh when that happens then over time you start to get more pathology we're seeing this happen in the heart for example um there's a very specific uh uh, Test that can be done. It's called immunohistochemistry, and what they do is they look at the inflamed uh, areas that that we're talking about, all along the blood vessel walls and even in the muscles of the heart. They can actually pull samples of that tissue out and stain it, looking to see exactly what what protein is in there that's that's making this inflammation. Mm. And what they're finding. Uh, Dr, uh, Dr. Cruz, what they're finding is that it's the spike protein alone. Mm. It's not the rest of that virus that we talked about. In other words, the mm-hmm. nucleocapsid mm-hmm. that I talked about that surrounds the virus. It's only that one part of it, that spike protein. And that's what the shot is designed to create, just the spike protein. So yes. what's, what's that tell us? This is coming from the shot. Yes. It's not coming from the virus. the virus. That's right.
0: That's where people came up with the COVID mnemonic, you know, certification of vaccine ID. Yep. I mean, COVID wasn't <laughs> the virus or supposed virus that was out there. Well, uh, COVID was the, the shot. Yep. And, and Fauci said, you quarantine people and you mask people to get them to the shot. Yeah. Everything this was, and this was run by the Department of Defense. Since when did they run a health uh, care issue? So, pretty, pretty uh, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, Ferrari did definitely say, you know, that
1: the, the pandemic was necessary to get the vaccine. You know, so he's clearly mm-hmm. laying out, yeah, we had to have this in order to get this access that we really wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would say, moving on, we start to think about, okay, this damage you know, at the cellular level, you know, but now we're actually producing these things ourselves. I mean, this is astonishing that why would we want to produce this ourselves? And then you're familiar with the truncated situation where, you know, there's supposed to be a stop code here. We're going to produce these indefinitely. We did talk about how Ryan Cole has been able to show some of these maybe pooling in the body. Yeah. And then, you know, this could happen in any tissue. And again, when it pools enough, what is it going to do, doc?
3: well you know it's it's going to create all kinds of pathological problems and as you as you mentioned there's no off switch for this stuff because the um, the mrna that that they're using in these shots is modified yes. it's it's modified with, with what's called uh, a, a pseudouridine it's not a natural thing it's 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 something that is added into the the mrna to prolong it and make it last longer, and so it just keeps cranking out these spike proteins, and that's that's a significant problem in people that are describing uh, what they what they explain as uh, you know long COVID symptoms, mm. and a lot of people that got the shot are having these exact symptoms. Why? Because their bodies are continuing to make spike proteins. So, how do we stop that? Well. You gotta you gotta stop the protein production. The easiest way to do that is force your body into what's called autophagy. It's a three day water fast. It will force your body into the situation where instead of making more proteins, the cells all through your body will start to break those proteins down and eliminate them. Mm. now that's that's hard to do. Uh, many people can't do a three day uh, water fast so you can do what's called Uh, intermittent fasting, which is uh, 16 hours every day you do not eat. Mm. And so that's easier to do, but you have to do it for a prolonged period of time. Uh, Another way you can do it is by taking a natural uh, uh, nutraceutical that's called natokinase. And uh, Dr. Peter McCullough has been writing about this uh, recently, where natokinase has been shown to actually help dissolve Uh, not only blood clots in your body, but actually the spike protein itself. Right. Natokinase can do that. So these are things that people can do. Now, how do you know if you've got this problem? How do you know if you've got excess clotting going on? Well, that's very easy to test for. Uh, It's called a D-dimer test. And I recommend that anybody who got one of these shots, you should get a D-dimer test. You could do it yourself just by going online. There's a a couple of websites. One's called altalabtests.com and the other is called walkinlab.com. Either one of those. And there are others. You can uh, get yourself uh, the paperwork to just walk into any laboratory and they'll pull your blood work and see if you have elevated D-dimers. If you have that, that's indication that you've got this microclotting going on. Mm. And you need to do something about it because if you don't, within two to five years of that excess clotting, you will develop a pathological problem. You will develop a disease Mm. of some sort. It depends what tissues are affected. Mm. If it's affecting, you know, the the tissues in your liver, you're going to get some kind of liver disease or maybe you'll end up getting— a uh, diabetic problem that just kind of popped up out of nowhere. You see where I'm going with this? So if, you, if you don't do something about it, you're going to be headed for trouble. Well, I see so,
0: something else happening, too, just uh, an aside. I mean, very good information, Doc, and I, I took some notes there myself. Um, uh, the, the WHO coming out with this uh, pandemic response stuff yeah. that the countries are um, signing on to. Yeah. And uh also uh coming out with the they they didn't do it here in the states yet, but they're doing it trying to incorporate it in in Europe, but they're coming out with the the uh digital identification thing. Yeah. So if you look at the parts that are that are moving, all these moving parts that are happening. Um you have uh a an epidemic a pandemic that is is brewing uh, that is man-made. Mm-hmm. That is going to occur when all these deaths start becoming so noticeable right that they got they have to name it and they're going to name it and they're going to say a pandemic then they're going to take control because they can't allow us to identify it.
1: Well, it's interesting you guys keep bringing up this idea of fasting and, and that this is prophetic, but this is Isaiah uh, 55 uh, for 585 this is the kind of fast I have chosen. Only a day for people to humble themselves is only for bowing one's head, like our need for lying in sackcloth and ashes. Is this what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? So God is clearly calling us at times to fast, and of course also is, telling us to fast from ourselves. <laughs> right. right. But you know we think about this this stuff being put in our food, Kevin. Yes. You know, this is disconcerting. And again, Republicans and Democrats in Florida voted that we didn't have the right to know what's in our food. So this is something coming from both parties, right? So what is this going to do to these animals? And then how does eating this, how could this affect us?
3: Okay, we touched on that uh, briefly. Um, We've been eating and consuming animals that had mRNA injected into them since 2016. So most likely when you eat the proteins that are in the meat, your body will normally digest those and eliminate them. Uh, There are specific proteins that could be in there that are called prion proteins. Mm -hmm. Prion proteins are misfolded proteins. They have the ability to evade the normal enzymatic digestive process. If those get inside the body, that can be extremely concerning because it can result in what's called Kruxfeldt-Jacobs disease, which is uh, deadly. Mm. This isn't going to happen to everyone. It's only going to happen to people who have very, very weak uh, gut linings or leaky gut, and we, we kind of talked about that earlier. So the real danger uh, is not eating the protein, the spike protein, or whatever protein the mRNA made in the animal— The danger is consuming what's called the delivery vehicle, okay? Mm. In order for messenger RNA to be delivered to cells in your body to make anything happen, it's got to be in a delivery mechanism. The mechanism they're using right now is called a lipid nanoparticle and that's what's being used in animals as well. And Lip- that's what
1: allowed it to go through our bodies as well.
3: Right, lipid nanoparticles. So, if you're if you're consuming meat that has viable lipid nanoparticles in them, then there's a possibility that some of those lipid nanoparticles could actually get into the epithelial cells of your gut lining and dump that messenger RNA into your cells, and now you have the ability to make more of it, you see. So the danger is not in consuming the protein. The danger is in consuming the ability to make the protein. Mm. So are they going to eventually try to put a delivery mechanism Mm. into the food that we consume? The technology is there, and they are working on it. What they're trying to do right now, Kevin, is make lipid nanoparticles that are stronger. Mm. In other words, they're able to make it past the acids that are in your stomach all the way into the small intestine and be able to embed themselves into the epithelial lining and dump that messenger RNA into your body. And now you begin to make that foreign protein. Mm. You see? Now, <laughs> why, why do they want to do this? Again, because they think the magic is in the antibody. Mm. They want the ability of every person on the planet to make a protein, to make an antibody that is supposedly going to protect them. From disease. Mm. That's the goal, you see. But but the danger is, and we've already talked about this, the danger is that protein that, that they're making is bioactive. Mm. It's, it's not a normal protein that, that you eat. This, this is a protein that your cells are going to make, dump into your bloodstream. They're going to attach to receptors all along your vascular system, they're going to start leaking into other tissues. They're going to attach to those receptors as well. And what did I say happens when you have proteins attaching?
1: The inflammatory reaction. You get reaction.
3: the inflammatory reaction, and those cells start to get destroyed in a, an inflammatory way. And the more cells that you start losing with that inflammatory process, then the, the, the greater the chances are of you having some sort of pathology.
1: So here's the good news. You're saying they don't have this delivery system, but they are putting in this mRNA because you think this is
3: where they're going. This is where they're going. But but the goal is, again, the goal is, is to have a delivery mechanism that we would consume. Yes. And have that delivery mechanism be strong enough to make it through the normal uh, acids of the stomach lining and the normal digestive process, and be able to deliver the mRNA directly into our cells. I talked about they're trying to strengthen the lipid nanoparticle. They're also trying to uh, encapsulate the lipid nanoparticle in different uh, types of materials. Uh, One of them is called clathrin. Clathrin is uh, the process that our cells normally use to uh, bring things inside of the cells. So They've discovered that if they encapsulate things in clathrin, it makes it a lot easier to get that stuff inside of your cells. Mm. They're also looking at robotic pills. Mm. Uh, this is already in the literature. They're designing little uh, robotic pills that are uh, self-aligning so that they can actually uh, inject the, the mRNA directly into your into your body. They're working mm. on that. They're also working on encapsulating the uh, the mRNA in little particles called milk exosomes. They have figured out a way to take cow's milk. Yes, okay,
1: I heard about this.
3: Emulsify it and put the mRNA inside of those little milk exosomes. And they've already shown that if mice consume this stuff, that it is able to deliver the mRNA into the... Uh, gut lining of the mouse and the mouse produces antibodies against the protein yeah, so that is funny. that has been created so they've proven that the concept will in fact work wow Well, that was with now, the milk
0: exosomes here,
3: yeah the milk yeah. exosomes But that here, wasn't
0: with the mrna in the meat
3: no. that was down no, no that's because not-
0: the thing when you talk about this first of all if you remember back to uh they had to keep the vaccine at such a low temperature Right. Why? Because it was fragile, right? Right. Right. So then they put it, they wrapped it in uh, lipid nanoparticles to make it stronger.
3: So what happens
0: when you inject that into a body at 98 degrees? It has to break down.
3: It does break down. And And
0: that opens it up, opens the particles, and and then what, the mRNA is allowed to get to the cell? Is that how it works? I mean, I'm a little...
3: Well, see, the lipid nanoparticle is made of what's called a bilipid layer. And Mm -hmm. that's the same that your cell membranes are made of. So basically, uh, when when the lipid nanoparticles are injected and they start circulating in your bloodstream, literally any cells that they bump up against to, uh, they will merge with. It's a natural merging that occurs. Mm, okay. And then what happens is there are uh, smaller uh, nanoparticles that are inside of the lipid nanoparticle. Those are the ones that contain the mRNA, mm. okay? And they're proprietary little uh uh, nanoparticles. Uh, Pfizer is called ALC three hundred and fifteen is the name of theirs, and Moderna's is called SM one hundred and two. Yes, and this is you, the luciferase. Yeah, connection. and so you've heard that these things are self assembling. Yes. Okay. Well, what they mean is uh, the messenger RNA is negatively charged, and either the ALC three hundred and fifteen that Pfizer used or the SM-102 that Moderna used, those are positively charged. Right. And so they throw these things in a vat and they self-assemble. They come together into Mm. those little tiny uh, nanoparticles. And then they encapsulate it in a bigger uh, particle and that's what's called the lipid nanoparticle. So the lipid nanoparticle, which is man-made, contains these little self-assembling smaller particles. So as as uh as as Dr. Dennis just mentioned when you when you inject this stuff what happens to the lipid nanoparticles that start falling apart right well that exposes the smaller nanoparticles the SM102s and the ALC315s it exposes those to your bloodstream and those things are toxic Right. Yeah. that's why they were finding them in the bloodstream we too. are we are yeah. finding and they're toxic and they start to build up In organ tissues, mainly mainly in females, it builds up in the ovaries, and uh, you know that's that's a significant problem because it it can lead to uh, sterility.
0: It's been in the male testes too. It has been in. But well, let's go back. Begin with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey said. Their end in mind is to reduce the population. Well, and and we go back. AI and transhumanism. You can see what a better way to do it.
1: Well, you can see that when you look at the biblical prophetic thing, you can see that there's a whole lot of people that die. And you have to remember that Satan's ultimate goal, he talks about he he was a liar from the beginning, right? But Mm -hmm. he came to kill, steal, and destroy. And the killing part is something we need to remember. But what you just heard is that while they are putting this stuff in the animals that we're going to be eating, Mm -hmm. technically... We're still safe right now.
3: Right now, yes, but, most people are safe. But as you're going to say, right, it, when they start putting the delivery mechanism in the meat, yes, now we got a problem. Yeah, and but do so, we want do we want to be proactive or reactive?
0: That's that's the this question. This is not even a
1: close. But if you guys go back and you think about it, we've talked about this so many times, but it is that when you think about what would it take to destroy God's creation. What would it take to destroy God's temple? And What I'm telling you is, is that they are building the beast. It's just like building a space station right up in, in, in the sky. We can't build it here on Earth. They have to put it in there one little bit at a time. And that's what we see here. They couldn't get this in to us with these vaccines to, to the extent they want. And now they're creating another way to deliver this to us. It. it is not a coincidence that this is genetic material that is literally making our body disobedient at the cellular level, right? You start to think about what is the wages of sin? It's death. 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 And you can see that that's why this is the natural result of people not trusting, right? That God has got this, right? That we begin to trust somebody to alter that temple. And you can start to see here, This is, they have a plan in mind. They are clearly poisoning us genetically, right? And that's what you have to wrap your head around. Now is the time where we actually have a little respite on this one. We're actually, we're saying this a little bit before they have the secondary part. What if we'd had a chance to tell people what was going to happen with COVID? For the first time, we're actually little head folks, right? Yeah. Now's the time we need to talk about this. Now's the time we need to get the word
0: out. Right. You gotta get active, be proactive. Start buying your food local. Start getting you know getting uh, in touch with uh, farms that do their own uh, beef and uh, pork. So, Kevin, as we get
1: down to wrapping up this show, um, what's the main point you really want to say it to everybody at this point?
3: Don't be duped into thinking that injecting something into your body to create a foreign protein is going to give you protection amen that is not where the protection is that's right the protection is cellular it was god given Mm -hmm. you were born with it Mm. and you have the ability to build that up and make it strong that's what we should be doing
1: amen dr dozier
2: you know, the question was asked, what would, what would have happened had we had the opportunity to forewarn people uh, before this? I don't mean to be the negative one or the Debbie Downer, but I'd say it would be something like of uh, the message to Israel and Judah from the prophets. It mm-hmm. would have been spoken and yet spurned a great number of people because it would have seemed like something that was unbelievable. Right. But uh, I want to leave you with Hosea 4-6 and please take this in. Uh, God speaks to the prophet and he says, my people are destroyed due to a lack of knowledge. Mm. And it was not because there was no knowledge around, he said, but because you've rejected knowledge. The people have become undone due to a lack of unawareness. They're not aware of what's happening. And because they're not aware of what's happening when it does happen, uh, they're in a bad place. He said, because you spurned it, you rejected it, you spurned it. And he said, because you have spurned it, you have spurned knowledge, you spurned understanding and perception and skill on how to maneuver through these things. He says, I am going to do the same, even with your children. And many times today, we don't like to hear this because of the self-help messages and all the things that we hear. But, God, yes, he is a God of love. He's a God of mercy. But he is also a God of judgment. And he's a God who's given us the capacity to make decisions. And those of us who are believers in Christ, uh, we, we, we have the best helper that you could possibly have when it comes to making your decisions. And that is the Spirit of God who will lead and guide you in all truth. So I'd like to leave you with these words. When you have people such as those that we have speaking to you today, and they're bringing you wisdom. They're bringing you, should I say, they're bringing you knowledge from the wisdom that they
0: have. Take that in. It could be the difference in life and death. Amen. Amen, Dr. D. I agree with you because there was a lot of information here today. Some of what we known and a lot that we didn't know, and thank you, Kevin, for bringing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there is a lot of stuff we need to do, but biggest thing is to be proactive at this point if what dr kevin was saying about being in a a respite right now well prepare Mm. you know the big the greatest prepper in the bible was noah Mm. okay so let's prepare get your sources of food marked out let's take care of the temple let's do some fasting let's look into fasting let's look into detoxing if you did take the, the vaccine let's get you to someone who can help you detox. Um, let's get off the SAD, this the standard American diet, and let's start eating better and healthier and try, start helping the terrain. Amen. Amen. Well, and then we're going to try and
1: get Kevin back here to have an episode and maybe even with some other special guests about what to do if you are still having health problems related to COVID and especially you know, people that were vaccinated are having these long COVIDs and all kinds of other health problems. But we heard a lot of hope on this show today. So I want to thank each person that was able to come today and especially Kevin. uh, That was a word we really appreciate you, Baron, because a lot of people are very upset about what's happening and they don't. We need this understanding to realize we still have a little time, but we need to be prepared. So we pray for each one of you. You heard this on the Supernatural Junkies. God bless each one of you. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again talking to you about pro tandem and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program not only did it help me boost my thyroid which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional but we also saw my testosterone go up we also saw my cholesterol go down and of course my blood pressure go down we've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people this is because there's more science behind pro tandem than almost any product on the market the biggest thing oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri-Synergizer, under anti-aging products. <laughs>